Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of the boys kicking back, shooting the shit, but this time with a little bit of mourning. Everybody, Matthew, aka Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with Jamali and Jason. And we also got a special guest this week. Pan the camera over to our friend Jessica. Hi. I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me. More than happy to have you here. Very happy. So as I was saying, you know, uh, last week we had some good vibes. It was nice energy. But over the weekend, things got a little bit strenuous with some news that came out about Kobe Bryant, unfortunately, coming to an early passing from a helicopter accident alongside his daughter and I think her daughter's teammate, her parents and a few other people that are part of the, the team. And obviously, you know us, like we have been big basketball fans. We've had many conversations on this podcast about Kobe Bryant or just basketball in general. So we want to send our deepest condolences to the family, to both families that are affected by this and everybody that was on that plane, the pilot, uh, helicopter, the pilot as well. You know, it's just, it's unfortunate news when you hear something like this. And I mean, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I know for a good two days, I was pretty much just mentally out of it. Anybody well, else want to chime like in? Jason going. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Our, our resident Laker fan, you want to chime in on this? Well, um, like I, I'm still at a loss of words to, to even know what's, like it's not processing in my head that, you know, Kobe's gone. Kobe to me is my hero. And to know that someone, like to me, he's untouchable. And for something like that to happen to him, to go out that way, it doesn't even process in my head. I, I, I still can't even explain it. And it's just so surreal that it happened. And with his daughter and everything like that, like I was crying for like two days like I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I still can I still can't believe it. And um, yeah, and, uh, just it's very sad. I feel sorry for his family and the rest of the families that um, of their of their their families that perished in the crash as well too. So I really don't know what to say. Um, I'm gonna miss Kobe, but you know, to honor Kobe, like we all should do, we all should have that mamba mentality. Just always do best you can and even though you do the best you can just do better do better than that and um that's all i can really say right now molly i mean it was crazy you know like me and jason go back and forth all the time you gotta respect his game he was a great player i mean he brought a lot to the game but in even all our conversation you know obviously i'm a lebron fan um <laughs> you still gotta respect his greatness you know and to, for him to perish in the manner in which he did is crazy. Mm-hmm. Not only just that, then you think of the life of his daughter and how, even though she passed, though how it's going to affect those that survive, you know? It was crazy. Uh, to this day, it's like a disbelief because it's just like, like, yeah, you know, it, you're here, you, but it hasn't hit home yet, so. Yeah, it's still very, very fresh. It's crazy, bro. Cause like value every moment you got on earth. That's all yeah. I can say. No, because like I looked at it, like when the news came out, I was really just like home. You know, it was the Sunday. You had like the Pro Bowl was about to be on, and like the first couple tweets I saw about it, you know, it just kind of reminded me of how like they've already done Little Wayne, Rick Ross, where you know oh, yeah. a report comes out. Maybe they were like 
sent to the hospital and they're like, oh no, they're dead. You know? and, and like, you hear those like celebrity deaths happen all the time and it turns out to be false. So immediately I was just like, Kobe, like, yeah, okay, whatever, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's no way Kobe of all people like died on this like random Sunday afternoon. But then I had a few friends like sending me links to like CNN, NBC, ABC, ESPN, all different like journalists, reporters, even teammates that of his that were just talking about how like this news that's come out. Is it true? They know his helicopter went down, but nobody's on site. And just through it all, like just through all the chaos of it, the only thing I, I was really just trying to figure out was like, why are we all freaking out until we get a body recovered, you know? And not wanting to like hit that panic button and just start throwing out a bunch of info because at one point they were talking about how like Rick Fox might have been on there, yeah. Derek Fisher. And like right. there were just so many different names being thrown out there that was just like, you know what? Like everybody needs to calm down a bit. And then they started saying that Gianna was on there as well. And at that point, I, I literally got mad because I'm like, all right, you know what? Like I, I went on Twitter. I was like, people who are spreading that the daughter was on there too. Like, I hope you're like 100% confirmed sources because that's not something you're going to want to have on your conscience. And like, I was saying that more as like for obvious reasons, but at the same time, right. it was more of like a panic in myself being like, if it turned, cause at that point it, it like we knew Kobe was on that helicopter. Like it was, it was his, they hadn't named the pilot, but they're like, that's his helicopter. But when they started saying that possibly the daughter was on there, like, I just know for myself, I was at that point where I was like, this will destroy me if that happens. And yeah, it was nuts. they officially announced that she was on there with the teammate. They were going to a game. And I literally just sitting on my couch, just like started crying. And it's just like, I was already like distraught at the fact that somebody that I had watched all my life play basketball, like to the point where like, I've always respected Kobe, but one of my favorite things to do with Kobe was hate on him. Definitely. You know, like, I, I, I'm not, even though I'm wearing the Laker jersey right now, I'm wearing his jersey, like, I wasn't a Laker fan. Like, Jason, Laker fan. My boy Andre, Laker fan. You know, there's so many people I know that are Laker fans, and it was always just fun to piss them off. Even though, like, I respected Kobe, I, I loved his game, but knowing that it was so easy to trigger people and just be a little bit of a troll and get them to fly off the road because of how much they loved Kobe... That was my favorite thing to do with him. And to know that somebody who, like I said, I respected so much in the game for him to go that way and like his daughter to go alongside him, who if anybody was paying attention, like you saw what she was becoming in her own right as a basketball player. So for that legacy of his to be gone in the blink of an eye alongside him, like I like I said, man, I just sat on my couch and I, I literally cried for like a good 30 minutes just letting it all out and just thinking like this isn't the way that should ever happen you know it sucks yep. it sucks man yeah r.i.p kobe you're still the greatest ever i don't care what anyone says i'm still gonna I don't fight know about all that yet, i'm still bro. gonna fight people i'm still gonna fight people if they I mean, slander. Uh, let's relax he's a, he's a good number three <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> if, I, if i if i see people slandering kobe for like the next five years it's gonna be fight on site Bro, you're not going to fight nothing, bro. You think Dude. Jesus is giving Kobe buckets? <laughs> Jesus giving Kobe buckets? Please. 
Kobe's gonna dunk this dude out of his sandals, please. <laughs> Kobe's gonna dunk him out of his sandals. Yo, oh, Jesus, my yo, foot. Jesus got the the air gods, man. You know, you don't know, man. Them sandals are lit, bro. Please, <laughs> give him them extra hops. You know, he walk on water, he might walk on air too. <laughs> please. Too Jesus, much time for Kobe, bro. Jesus is gonna get his ass broke in heaven. Uh, down here, we say Kobe when we throw garbage in the bucket, but up there, man. No, no, you got you got to take on the best first. We, we're not gonna know what went down, but Kobe's gonna say Jesus, like, how did you die getting pinned to a cross? You didn't have that mama mentality. That's what he's gonna wow. say. That's what he's gonna say, bro. Like, we should switch topics now, bro. This is getting <laughs> no, on but in, in all seriousness, Kobe, we love you. We're gonna miss you, <laughs> and we're gonna keep moving forward that mama mentality. Damn right, man. RP number eight, number twenty-four. All right. <sighs> Now so, we got the sad stuff out the way, uh, should we start with our guest? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, right? I mean, the reason we are here today. <laughs> Jess, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We were hoping to have this on, like, happier vibes, but I mean, whatever. We got to take what comes with it. <laughs> I think, I think um, it's an unfortunate news, but I think the biggest lesson in all of this is how you impact people. And I think that Kobe yeah. Bryant did a really good job about this, and this is why the in- I... I can put my hand on fire saying the entire world um, yeah. got the news. And I think everyone, we all similarly, you know, we felt a, a yeah, similar without way. A doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What? Take a sound. Take a second. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't with me crying in the basement, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was in my mama's kitchen, bro. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> So, for the people who don't know Jess, please explain yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, why you're here. <laughs> great, great. So, um, I am a young entrepreneur. I uh, started my own business two years ago, uh, which is a dance studio. It's called Corner YUL, located in Verdun. Um, I also work full-time at Capital Market in the finance industry, um, what else do I do? I just registered back for university, oh, nice. finished my international business uh, degree. Um, so that's a short little answer. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were going back to school. That's pretty dope. Yeah. It's you been a month now. Are you scared? Oh, it's been a month. Yeah. It's been a month. It's not easy, eh? No, of course not. The no. brain is a muscle and to train it to go back after what? I've been out of university for eight years now. Shit, yeah. Wow. So... It's a it's a challenge. Yeah, but I can't even imagine going back. There. Like when I my last day, I like literally <laughs> ran out. I was like, never again. <laughs> Full sprint out of the place. I'll get there. I mean, it's gonna take me ten years, but the goal is to just keep learning and yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. Keep it up. Yeah. So the dance studio corner YUL started yeah. it two years ago. I've been part of like well not a part of it but i've essentially you've been seen part it of it you've I've been, been to a couple of events yeah. you know like I, i've yeah. seen what, no i've no. been to a couple <laughs> of events i mean i can dance if you get some liquor in me and uh well <laughs> but no like i've been to a few of the events that she's uh they've thrown there and yeah no like it's a beautiful dance studio i've i saw like the earlier stages of it and now more of like the finished product of it and how it's yeah. been going along but this event that's coming up now like for our listeners, you want to explain like what it's about? Yeah. So let me just take you back a little bit because the event is kind of uh, going hand to hand with the reason why I opened the studio. So 
the reason why I opened the studio, the main reason is that as a teenager, um, you know, you're going through some sh stuff. You can swear. You can okay, swear. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So you go through some a lot of shit uh, in high school. Um, and I was bullied and I was, oh. I was badly bullied. Um, I, you know, in French it's, I went to a French school, so it's secondaire cinq. Mm. Uh, so you what grade to, is that? You all went secondary to secondary five. Grade 11. Grade 11. Grade 11. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I didn't finish, uh, my high school, um, at my high school, uh, because I was bullied. So I was scared going to school and I didn't oh. feel comfortable. So, um, I wanted to convince myself that I was going to be able to, uh, go to CJEP at the same time as everyone, as all my friends. So for two months, you know, when June, it ends, yeah, it summer school. Yeah, I went to uh, adult school, I finished my entire secondaire cinq in two months, um, and went to college at the same time as everyone. But while I was doing all of this, I was dancing. And I was dancing with an amazing dance family at a studio that at the time it was extremely good for me. However, I wasn't, I didn't feel safe enough to, to open up about this. So nobody knew that I was getting bullied. My closest friend, my family, uh, my dance family, nobody knew. Um, and my lesson from all of this is that now the studio is a place where I want to create for the, for the teenagers to be safe enough to obviously express themselves in movements, but also if they need to raise a hand and say, I need help, we're there for them. Um, and that's the main reason why I opened up. But then, of course, shit went down, right? You grow up, and those problems are not leaving you. Yeah, uh, tend to follow. Yeah, mental health is extremely important. Um, so 17 years old, um, got beat up in, on the street by 10 guys, Wow. Yeah. So that happened. So obviously the process of that bullying and stuff kind of came back. And it's not something that I wanted to raise and say, hey, guys, like I've been on the street in blood, went to the hospital. Ten guys were jumping me. It's not something that I'm yeah. I was confident enough to talk about. Um, so again, that brought me up to like, okay, well, you remember the business plan I was doing just for fun when I was 16 years old, maybe it's time to maybe work on it a little more, but when I'm, I'm 17 years old, I don't know. I don't know how to do a business plan. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Right? Right somewhere. So yeah, just like <laughs> typing on Excel sheets, not even knowing to do like, I don't know how to do a PowerPoint at that point, <laughs> but it happened, whatever. Eight months later, I didn't take the bus, didn't take the Metro for eight months. The first time I take the Metro back, um, so there's 40 people, uh, guys and girls, they all come in the same wagon. Uh, they block the doors. Um, we were three girls in that wagon and uh, I was eyewitness, you know, they, they were touching us and I witnessed a rape. Um, so then I'm like, okay, so there is no way I need to create the space where I want to have for people to, to feel okay and that it's okay to go through these things too, right? Um, I mean, it's not okay, but it is okay to talk about well, it. Yeah, you know, to open right? up and, and to, share exactly. the, these experiences. Exactly. So um, this event is kind of relating to the mental health and how to take a minute and take a step back and think about your own self and who you are and what you want to project to the world and how do you want to become. Uh, so it's a 45-minute training, physical training, all level. 
And exercising, honestly, it is a number one key in everything. Um, what? Number one key. I know. Exercise in the kitchen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Whatever fits you. <laughs> and then there's a <laughs> uh, there's a yoga session to kind of um, you know recenter and regroup your thoughts and yeah. So it's all about mental health, physical health, all related to all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's like crazy that. that you've experienced all that in such a short window. Yeah. Of your life. Like, I think a lot of people would be crippled after that, socially at least. They'll be probably afraid to go out. So, like, where do you find your courage to to keep pursuing your goals, you know? That's a very good question. I went to therapy. Okay. Uh, I still go to therapy, by the way. Full disclosure. Like, therapy is the shit. Um, <laughs> I got therapists. Don't even worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, she's my confidence. So I, you know, but for that specific, I went to a special therapy. Wow. Um, it took a long time. Um, I mean, I, I do um, travel with sort of an auto defense in my purse at all right. time because that's, that fear is still there. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. But um, I got my license, right? When the first one that happened, when the first, when I got jump on the street, I got my license right away. I was 17, so I think it's 16 to get it. Mm. So I was like, Jess, you need to get on this. My mom and my dad forced me to. Um, the courage comes from, I, therapy definitely helped. Um, but then again, I'm a very ambitious person. Um, so I think that helps a lot. The fact that I have a very strong uh, personality helps a lot um, because it is something that not everyone can can come back from. I truly believe that it takes a long time anyway. For sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I feel like, especially like with everything you've described, more often than not, it's like you had the drive. Like you're somebody who, even though these things happened to you, you already had like some goals and ambitions that were set. So essentially you dove headfirst into those things and just allowed that to be the thing that propelled you forward. And the fact that you say not only did you use therapy and you're still going to therapy, which is great, a lot of people don't know that's an option as well. You know, more often than not, you'll have people who go through very traumatic situations and just end up balling it up, keeping it to themselves. And then as more things are just piling up on top of them, they either snap or do harm to themselves. Yeah. So I think, you even like reminding people that yeah therapy is quite the option that helped you out and it's an option that more people need to use is is pretty good and i think if you don't have that type of personality where like you're you have the drive and stuff surround yourself with the people that have it i think that helps a lot right no for sure because i mean like in any situation you should always have people around you that are encouraging you to do better 100 percent. you know because more often than not like you'll look around you and you essentially get a bit stagnant. Mm. And it's like, all right, like we've all like either have our jobs or we maybe have our hobbies, but like what's, we're just kind of like plateaued at at a certain point. We're not really doing more. But if you have somebody who's looking at you just being like, hey, like I notice you're not like, there's no like encouragement in you anymore. Like what's going on? Like that helps a lot too. And I feel like what I've noticed from your dance studio is you've created a bit of a community that does that. You know, like obviously they can open up to you and then from the things that you can teach them, from your experiences, help guide them in a certain direction that will help them get like better and, and be able to cope with the things that they're dealing with. But on top of that, knowing that they have each other to just build around, like 
that's one of the things I love about what your studio is doing. I'm happy you've noticed that because um, community right now is a big, 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 uh, I'm focusing a, a lot on building a community. And I think that having the, the, the team that I have, we all have a story. Yeah. Everybody does, right? And the team that I, I built is also strong enough to be open-minded and to welcome teenagers stories or but it doesn't need to be a teenagers right we we start at three years old and then we go up mm. i mean the oldest is 36 like we're we're, we're very diversified with with the age so uh but i think it's um you know i, I can't be alone building all of this so yeah. it's obviously as a leader i'm trying to tr kind of give that to the teachers for the teachers to give it to dancers so then it's a full circle and then it creates the community that mm. we need to have because especially that i'm in verdun Right, Verdun is not necessarily. Um, I mean, it's not a. It's not a secret. It's not the best city. No. So. No, it's true, and, and I feel like with more places like yours in that community, it's going to help it. You know, because you need you need to have places that or spaces that are inviting and are encouraging and are promoting growth. Yeah. And especially when you're doing it in a situation where you're touching the young minds to know that they have somebody they can look up to, somebody they can trust, and somebody that's setting an example that they can take going forward. And then, who knows, maybe from your one dance studio, you get five other dance studios that take the mantra that you've taught them, and they put that into other spaces in Montreal's yeah. smaller communities as well. You know, like it's, it's all about the little things that you may not even notice you're doing that yeah. are going to spread throughout. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like it's great that you started that and, and that you're really doing your part as far as like teaching those lessons, not just to the three-year-olds, but to the 36-year-olds yeah. as well, you know? Thank you. Yeah, it's a big part in character building, right? Yeah. So I feel like maybe for you, maybe reflecting back, you might have feel like maybe your courage came from, you know, having that community to go back to where even though you didn't express your, you know, what you were going through, you at least have a place where you could go and be yourself and not be judged and not be afraid to even experience more violent act, I guess. I mean, yeah, dance is a sort of, it's, it's a therapy, right? right. For, for, for dancers, we, we, we do say that it's our own therapy. Um, and trust, when I go to the studio, it's my therapy too. It's not only for the kids and for the girls who are there or the boys that right. are dancing, right? It's, it's also for me. It's also, like I said, it's, it's a very much circle, right? So mm -hmm. you give good, you receive good, you respect, you, you know, you give respect, you receive yeah. respect. It's, it's all, it's all a circle. So as much as I'm helping them, which I'm trying as much as I can, because the, the, the big thing about the studio is in order to be a better, um, dancer, you have to become a better person, right? right. Um, so trying to get that vision out of them for them to them. Mm. I have it too, right? They, yeah, it's, definitely. <laughs> they give it to me back. So, yeah, no, I mean, um, it's when you say like the small little things, it's so true because I created this wall where, you know, I'm very organized and I'm a little bit of OCD. So I said, I want to change that. I want to challenge myself and change it. Listen, it might be stupid, <laughs> but for me, it was a huge thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I have this wall at the studio and I just told the girls, I'm like, Sharpies for everyone, and I want you guys to just write quotes and just write whatever you want on that wall. That wall is messy. It's raw. It says it's it's really it's it's reality, right? Like what it says on that wall, it's so beautiful. But then again, that was so small for me to do. Yeah. It didn't cost me a thing. 
I didn't invest OCD any money at on first this. Was probably going like my, oh. haywire. Oh my <laughs> god! You know, even when <laughs> I walk like in the studio, <laughs> that word's not straight. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but it's 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 good, and it's bringing a community again because people walk in and they're like, "I want to write. I want to make my mark." And I'm like, "That's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what it is, right? Mm-hmm. You want to impact people, so." I like that. Yeah. So with the dancing. How many years have you been doing it? Since I'm three years old and I'm now 29. So how long does it, how many years is that? At least 26. Here it is. (laughs) I went back, I'm doing a mad course right now at university, can you tell? (laughs) And like, have you done like different styles? Has it always been like kind of like one type of focus of dance that you've been doing? No, a lot of styles. So I started with ballet, uh, jazz, went back to ballet, and then decided to do the two of them, tap, contemporary, because contemporary kind of, mm. you know, blew up. Um, I did a little bit of hip hop. Last year, I did some dance hall, <laughs> you know, trying to explore. <laughs> did dance hall? I did dance hall, you yeah. survived? I did survive. <laughs> and, and I mean, the teacher said I was pretty good. <laughs> Awesome. No, yeah, it's the the music of the dance hall speaks to me so much. So something yeah. that I enjoy, but I'm I'm initially a contemporary dancer. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, like you've done like all like the formal stuff, and now you're just like you started with the formals, went into more of like the freestyles, and yeah. now it's taking everything you've learned and giving it back. That's pretty. I awesome. think it's important as a dancer to touch everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, because like that's literally what I was gonna say because you get like such a different verse of like people that are coming in so knowing that you have like spread your wings as far as styles go helps you connect with those people so it's good to know that you've done that (laughs) (laughs) so it's like a little test don't worry (laughs) i passed did i (laughs) you passed don't worry (laughs) so yeah you said now the studio's been open for two years what's the goal for this year outside of like focusing on the mental health, which this event is going to be promoting, like what are some of the things you're hoping will grow or advance as the studio goes into its third year? We're doing, um, so I'm kind of uh, changing a little bit of my business plan, my business model. Uh, we are a dance studio, but I, I do want to offer events that has nothing to do with dance, uh, that it's more for, um, everyone and everything, right? Uh, we promoted Hot Booty Ballet, which is, I mean, I know it says ballet in the name, but it's 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 not very much of a dancing. Uh, it's it's very it's it's a training. It's oh. core and then arms and you know. Um, so the goal for the third year is to expand in terms of the clientele, different clientele, um, to bring a little bit more than just dancers together. Um, we're doing competitions. We always do competitions mm-hmm. every year. Um, and we go outside of Montreal, we go to Tremblant and stuff. So it's, it's, it's really good. Um, so for the third year, that's what I'm, uh, looking for. And I'm also, the first year I did a fundraiser and, uh, I believe that this summer there's going to be potentially another fundraiser. Nice. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know for what yet. Um, <laughs> Still but got time to plan. You know, yeah, yeah, coming up. But yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, uh, the first year we did a MS, okay. and you know we raised about like five to six grand between five to six grand, which is very yeah, impressive really for good. for first year studio and stuff. So 
I think we can reach maybe double with um, another fundraiser. I don't know. We'll see. Nice. Okay. It's in the air. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Jamal, you got a... Oh, finally. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, you're leading the way. Hey, go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you take everything so personal? Man? <laughs> it's right, man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We've already had this conversation. <laughs> this guy <laughs> so in terms of growth and i know you said you want to expand into other fields like do you have programs that are particularly tailored to children or even adult to experience some sort of like bullying or uh whether anxiety or anything like that anything that's specifically targeted to that that type of uh i guess mental health aspect um so when you walk in the studio whoever you are whatever team you're part of um, it's, it's the message is to become a better person, do the best thing you can, right. um, and be kind. That's the main goal vision when you walk in. Now the competition team where we actually have a lot more time with them, cause it's not only one class, one hour a week. Right. Um, we do some crazy exercise where, um, you know, last week I just asked, um, I just asked all the girls to record themselves. Um, Anything you want to leave in 2019 and everything you want to bring in 2020. And I asked them to freestyle on it. So obviously there's a lot of emotions, right? right. The girls were freestyling, crying, and then they're just sort of move, they're, they're doing movements on their own um, voice and history and journey, right? Because that's their story. Um, so I'm not um, the type of person, my door is open, but I'm not, I mean, I'm a dance studio owner. I'm, you know, I wish I could be a therapist. A, yeah, but I, I don't have the, the the tools for it and the qualities for it. So what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to do exercise that will make you realize or feel a certain way for you to um because I know exactly what to do because I didn't have it. Right. So when I used to walk into my dance studio, um, first of all, I was French. I did not know how to speak English and everybody was English there. So already, I mean, I love them. They right. loved me. We had, it was dance family, but right. it was still, there was a, there was a barrier there. Right. right. Um, and there's a lot of things that when I used to walk in, I used to say to myself, you know, maybe if that happened, I would have had the courage to say something or to express it or to ask for help. Cause I needed help. Mm. Right. Um, so I'm trying to do those exercises for the girls to be able to voice what they want to voice. And if they don't want to voice it, they can express it. Right. So they don't go home and they do those things to themselves, right? The yeah, bad right. things and then the dark ideas. Yeah. So it's more through exercise and more through, um, talking to them. And it's always, it's always a good vibe. I don't think we ever had a bad vibe at the studio. It's very much of a, it's good though. Yeah. I think they need that, especially kids growing up in this era. I feel like they're more exposed to, like, they're easily targeted versus, I guess, we're almost all the same age. You know, you get bullied at home, at school, but when you went home, you're kind of safe, as opposed to now, it's sort of like you're bullied at school, you're bullied on your way home, you're bullied even when you're not in school, right? Even when you're at home, man, right. it's called cyberbullying. Right. Things are bad now. Like, right. it's so bad. It, it's, it, it doesn't go away. It does not go away. Yeah. Yeah. So they do need a safe place. That's dope. And do you plan on expanding in other neighborhoods or 
work with other organizations to whether put together a workshop. Besides us at the moment, you know? Co- no, yeah. I mean, collaborations will, are right? coming. <laughs> <laughs> collaborations are coming. Who else is on the agenda? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not looking to expand right now. Um, but I, I do have a goal for, um, um, I see big, um, I never do anything small. So five years, something's going to happen. 10 years, something's going to happen. Um, as of now, it's not necessarily to open a second, uh, space, but it's, it's bigger. Let's just put it that way. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good to go big, man. Go yeah. big or go home. The yeah, right? dream is too big, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if the, I mean... You can't sac- you cannot sacrifice without believing. And I sacrifice a lot. Right. So trust me, I believe a shit done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely is a good thing. Jason's been chilling in the back there. Yeah, I've been, I've been uh, I tell you, I'm like the black bus- the black ghostbuster. I I make things run behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a um, uh, a question side but for more of a business aspect. A lot more people nowadays are say looking to move out of Montreal to you know start a new career or start a new business or anything like that how do you as a business owner now resist that urge not to go to like a mar- another market and really stay like you know Montreal centric and not have that urge to like do what everyone else is doing because a lot of people are going to Toronto um, or the states Vancouver whatever to open a new business start a new work or anything like that what is particular about Montreal that you know you can succeed here? On a side note, I did live in Toronto for two years. Okay. So the market there, I kind of experienced it. Um, I would never open a business, first business in Toronto. Um, reason why it's Toronto is just like the U.S. and Vancouver. In order to make money, you need money. And when I'm saying you need money, you need seven figures money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely, extremely, extremely expensive. Um, I mean, I'm not saying Montreal is cheap at all, uh, but in terms of market value, commercial space, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, but the main reason why I chose Montreal, Montreal's hometown, um, being a business owner is a lonely journey. Okay. Uh, you go home to someone or you don't go home to someone, trust me, it's a lonely journey. Um, so opening up not in my hometown, not with my friends and family around me, I did not want that. So that was a dream that I had when I was younger. Um, and I quickly learned that it's a lonely journey. Um, and you have to be able to get used to the unpre- unpredictable chaos um, and having no loved ones around you, um, it plays, it plays, it, you know, it plays hard on mm-hmm. the balance. So the reason why uh, Montreal was the, and also let's be real. I mean, I already had a clientele, right? I already had a dance crew. I already had people. So I didn't open up being and like, Hey, I'm no year. one. No, of course not. You yeah. don't do that. Right. That's, that's a bad business I, decision. Mm-hmm. So I had a crew. I had um, I think we were 25, 23, 25 people. We started this. They were my crew. We went to competition. We got known. Um, and not having that is a bad business decision. So, um, and I had that in Montreal. It's good. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, 
Main reason, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, let's sense, talk real. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, Am I going back? Yes. What? Why do you keep whispering under your breath, bro? I mean, I can add like, some hey. stuff, guys. <laughs> I can add. The event is Feb 9, and I hope you're all coming. I, I got two left legs, so I don't really dance. We're going to make him do hot yoga. <laughs> It can't be hot. The studio can't be hot. But <laughs> um, anyway, it's it's. Um, I I mean, I hope you can make it. It's a forty-five minute training. Uh, after we're gonna have some smoothies. We're gonna share a little bit of, you know, just just a sharing session, not session, formal session, but right. just mm. you know, chatting community again. That's important. Right. Finishing with a yoga, and then um, shout out to everyone who's gonna give some stuff. So I reached out to uh, Montreal-based companies. And if they're not Montreal, they're natural. There's only one that it's not from uh, from Canada, and it's it's completely natural. Uh, just to give uh, some sample, so I'm doing uh, some surprise bag for you mm -hmm. to leave at the event. So if you guys want to come, come. My plan is Matt's to be, be represented. Perfect. Us, you know. you have to book your ticket on Eventbrite, and it's only thirty five dollar. So the link is in my bio on Instagram. Please go. At Jessica Mignot Busquet. You're going to have gonna to write that down because that's extremely, there. extremely complicated. I'm going to put it down. <laughs> I'll put it down. Don't worry. I have her Instagram. We will put the link up. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if there's uh, anything more to add at this point. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I had another question. Well, oh, um, yeah. Jason, go. Being a woman. <laughs> well, you're seeing it in Montreal. A lot more women are opening businesses. And... What for you were some of the first, I wouldn't say necessarily challenges, but how would you essentially differentiate your approach as to other people who open their business? And I mean, anyone in general or anything like that. And what have been some of the difficulties that you've encountered while, you know, opening up your studio at first? And has there any been, you know, has there been any, you know, um, pushback on you to open a business or you know, from anything, if you can tell me? Totally. Um, first of all, the my different my approach that it's different. Um, a lot of people when they open a business, what I've noticed, and I'm right now I'm in I'm part of a tribe. I'm surrounding myself with young entrepreneur, um, especially women, uh, because it is a hard world if you're not a woman in some aspect. Um, my different approach from okay so sorry i'm jumping to 500 no, subjects okay. <laughs> but the the i think the what i've noticed from business owner is as soon as you open your business you kind of a lot of people um they 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 become a sort of like there's an ego and then they come they're like oh i do this what do you do right mm -hmm. and it's kind mm -hmm. of a i'm a big shot type of thing and i I mean, I have friends like that. I respect them, but that's not my approach, right? So I think the different approach that I had, and that's why people are sticking with me, um, being vulnerable. I don't. I, I think. I think courage comes from vulnerability. Definitely. Yeah. So I think being vulnerable is a big one. Uh, transparency. Uh, you know, my entire team knows how much we make. Do I care? Abs absolutely not. I think it's important. I think it's the key to success. Right. Um, so transparency, not the students, guys, the team, <laughs> the, the teachers, right? right. The, yeah. the actual team, <laughs> the, 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 the student, they don't, they don't know. 
Um, so I think my different approach, my, my approach is vulnerability and uh, transparency and honesty. Um, now, I yes, to answer your question, I got turned down. I mean, I reached out to a social media company to help me out, right? And I told them my budget is $1,200 a month. This is what I'm looking for. They said we can do it, but we don't want to do it because we, we they want to work with... Um, companies that are doing that on a full-time base now don't get me wrong i do work full-time but the studio is also full-time so i mean there was a, a you know they didn't believe that because i didn't work nine to five to my own business that i deserved to had to have their service um yeah. which which is which is fine which is fine because guess yeah. what i found another company who is much better for much cheaper um, crazy. Yeah, yeah, but yes, of course, I did. I I got turned down. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta look, shop look. around, um, <laughs> and you know, because a lot of companies, you know, like you said, the ego thing. A lot of people think they're in positions that you know I can do whatever I want, and who are you or something like that. But like you said, you found another company that's cheaper, better, and I'm sure offers a better uh, quality of service, and now you're happy, and it's their loss essentially. Yeah, Everything happens. happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. And another lesson that I learned, you cannot take no for an answer. No. Right? You cannot take no for an answer. Um, as a young entrepreneur, you can't. You can't. Your business is not going to grow. And you, how many no's did I have? And if I would have stopped, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. So you well, can't take no for an answer. Yeah. Sorry? I said most definitely. I think you have to have the will to continue. Yeah regardless of what but I mean you clearly have that so I don't think no any amount of no's would have stopped you <laughs> I mean I, we have this running joke at the studio that nobody says no to me right uh, <laughs> so nobody says no to me but then again I don't say no to any one of them right right it's it's a given again like that if you want to receive you got to give in a certain way well you got to take a risk right to re receive a reward right yeah absolutely so. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, because now it comes with trust, right? And if you have trust issues, t'es pas sorti du foin. It's like <laughs> it's definitely the case. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anything you want to add, you guys? Oh no, know. I've been I've asked so much. I want to let you guys, you know, chime in and. Oh wow! Thank. Very considerate. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Oh. In 2020. Oh, but these are good question. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. New year, new you, right? Yeah, that's what it is, man. New year's, new you. Is that what he said? That's what he says. Okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah. how do you find the balance in what you do in terms of your, well, you say you're going back to school, you're running this company, you probably have a full-time job, you have a social life, I assume, or how do you find the balance? Because I think with a lot of young entrepreneurs, uh, they... It's like either they focus completely on their business and they forget about other aspects of their lives or they're, they're not willing to sacrifice the other aspects of their life to, in order to push their business forward. How do you find the balance? Time management. Time management, uh, organizations. Um, I mean, everything is in my calendar. If I need to answer an email, it's in my calendar. Damn. Um, everything is in my calendar. Um, you know, and it, it's... You know, I came in here, I wasn't late, which is very surprising. 
Oh, don't but worry. I was on time. You got three black folks here. But, <laughs> but then you saw me. What did I do? I opened my computer and yeah. I worked because I'm yeah. like, okay, I have time now. I can right. finish this. And I did finish all my invoices, right? So it's time management. It's a dedication, right? If I'm not dedicating, I'm not going to open the computer and do my right. work. Mm. Um, then again, I would love to focus only on the studio. Um I'm a go-getter and I have a lot of things that I I, I want to accomplish. Right now, for the third year, I am not going to only focus on the studio. I mean, I have a full-time job. It's a capital market. It's a very demanding job. Um, and as of now, it pays the bill because the studio is still very new. Um, and as, as long as the studio is not paying the bill, I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to suffer financially because then the mental health is going to be completely gone. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) So I have my stability financially and I think that, that, that helps me go and yeah. But do you feel like you're sacrificing other areas of your life? My sleep, your sleep, yeah. my sleep, my social life, um, exercising. I mean, I exercise at the studio like a 15, 30 minutes in the office, right? Because when I get home, it's 10 o'clock and uh, I have to do my lunch for the next day. And then, you know, the, no, I meal prep. So that helps a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everything is prepped. So when I start my week every Sunday, first of all, I sit down and I do my week. I, I do the calendar for the week. Um, all my meals are ready. All my laundry is complete. Um, everything is, yeah, everything's on point for me to start the week. And if I don't have that, I can't go through the week. Organization is just key though. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But then again, like it, it is something that's considered bad, but then for me, it's it's, very good. In in a case like this, it's really good because it keeps you on top of everything and it allows you to be able to have a studio, have a full-time job and also go to school without having anything fall on top of each other or fall behind. It works out best. But you know, you, you were talking about the social life and it's unfortunate, but I, I did lose a lot of people. Um, and then again, is it a loss? I'm not sure yet. I haven't, I haven't figured that out yet. Mm. Um, but definitely now the, the, the time that I have with my social life is extremely, it's, it's, it's quality. It's, it's, it's quality and it's, it's the people that are meant to stay and meant to be on my journey. Yeah, you tend to lose people anyway. Yeah, um, the first year was the first year was crazy. The first year I, I lost a lot of people, and then, then there's jealousy, right? Let's not, I, mean, I don't want to talk about it, but there is jealousy oh, that is really big. You can talk about it. I mean, no, man, we encourage it. We encourage it. We encourage it. No, no, people, you know, a lot of people don't want to see. They want to see you success, but not more than them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a very successful person. I got there. It took me a. Sh- I mean, I still go to therapy and I still have like pa- like um, anxiety attack. Right. Like I might, I'm successful, but I have some shit to work on, right? right. Um, but yeah, no, unfortunately, a lot of my girlfriends um, didn't understand that my time was not necessarily for, for them, them yeah. alone uh, anymore. Well, that's uh, the difficulty I think most people face is when they're pursuing their goals or a passion that, you know, your circle doesn't, if they're not doing the same, then it's kind of hard for them to even comprehend, you know, your desire. And like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, it's not going to happen, right? There's more people willing to deter you from your goal than yeah. support That's you. That's true. That's cases. very true. And so. 
thing with Jamali and I. Um, we well, we tried to, to lose Matthew for a long time. It's <laughs> never worked. Not happening. <laughs> I told these guys you are stuck with me till death. Do us part. Uh, no, but, get rid of me. no, but for real, guys, the energy that you guys have, it, it's it's fun. It's fun. And it's it's a bond. Like I can feel the bond, right? Like uh. I came in, you guys were screaming at each other, and I'm like, wow, that's a bond. <laughs> like that is a bond. Like you guys are screaming, but then talking, and then it's, it's, it's cool. I would say we were it's something. At each other. <laughs> no, but it's it's fun. You guys all have strong opinions, and you guys are able to share it in a way where there's no, oh, but you said that, I'm gonna walk away. Oh, that happens. Don't get it twisted. No, but you come back. <laughs> when the cameras are off. No, but, no, but, no, but you guys come back to each other, yeah, right? No, and that's, sure. the, that's the most important thing. Like, that's what, that's what it is. Like, friendship, that, that's not, it didn't happen with me, right? Like, right. I cannot go back to them, and they decided to not come back to me. Right. And it's okay. No, but It's sure. okay, yeah. I think like, it's a little bit different with guys, too, man. Like, with us, it's, all right, get it out your system. Let's have a drink. We'll hash it out. If we got to fight... Five Bro, minutes. Women's are emotional. But not only that, I think <laughs> we also have the same desire. And I think the people that stuck with you are yeah. the people who have the same desire, even if it's not in the same space. They understand chasing a goal or having a passion. They respect your passion. They respect it. So like, those are the people that stick like with you. You bring say, a good point. Like I was going to say, Jamali and I, we were from the same high school. And we see people from high school that are this still guy. doing the same thing. Right. Yep. And we're like, come on. And the reason same why Jamali me, and I man. get along. <laughs> huh? Same shit for me and people. Some no, people it's, in my eyes, and man. that's one of the reasons why Jamali and I get along so well is because you know we came almost from the same place and we have the same goal for the podcast with Matt. So that's why our energy towards this is always you know on point. Yeah, they see us argue. There's been some episodes where we've been really heated. Oh, I, I listened. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I so listened. Yeah, it gets bad, but <laughs> just want to poke the me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, we're, we're all cool, though. That's the thing. That's Don't that's get what counts. It does. Yeah. No, that is that is the most important yeah. thing. I yeah. agree. I think respect. I think sometimes I don't respect this guy, but you know, he loves me. It's okay. <laughs> I don't live his love. I could tolerate him. I don't live his love. A little far fetched, buddy. <laughs> you know, one thing you said before where you're like, you lost people, but you also feel like you've gained things. And I, I, I would look at it that way as well. With your career, what you've done successfully and in your growth and your grinding and your goals that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, you may have lost some people on the social aspect of things of like not partying or just going to like the wine nights or whatever. But the girls and the, the kids that you're working with, you've gained them. And yeah. like... You said you wanted to create something that helps them. I think what you're creating with them, what you're gaining with them, and what they're gaining from you because you are making that sacrifice, way bigger. Or what you want your set way to bigger. gain, right? Yeah. In like 10 years from now, you know, you somebody might be going through that same situation, if not worse. And yeah. then you, you don't, you know, you see them every whether they're on your team or they come in for classes. And then in 10 years, they'll tell you, like, this kept me alive. Yeah. So that impact is yeah. crazy. I mean, no, I love what you guys are saying because one of my reward when I go to the studio, the kids are calling me mom, right? And that, first of all, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> but second, it's, it's, it's rewarding. Right. It is rewarding. And uh, I remember doing a speech. I think it was the f first anniversary or the opening. I can't remember. But this, I'm, I'm doing my speech. We all cried. Uh, yeah, I but, um, yeah, I like to make people cry. <laughs> there's a lot of tears in that studio. I'll tell you. <laughs> and um, there, there, there's a mom who said, who who literally she she screamed and she said, um, "You changed my daughter's life." 
and I, I stopped my speech, right? Because right, I'm so into it and I don't take time for myself and that's something that I'm working on. I don't realize what I'm doing, the impact that I'm having on people and I am having an impact, right? Oh, for sure. But I'm not seeing it and I don't tap myself and just you should be proud of yourself. I got no time to be proud of myself and that's, that's, the, that's a mistake, that's a mistake. You should have time to be proud. You should have time to celebrate those moments. I'm still working on it, um, but it's very hard for me to take a step back and be like, okay, you did a good job. Because when people says you did, you're did, you doing amazing, this is so good, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all right, you know? Yeah. Right. It's all right. No, it's, it's hard to see it sometimes when you're in it. Like, and It's you very are hard. Like, you're in it. Like, you're emerged in it. It's something that... You're you're essentially just you're going through the motions, knowing that this is it, it, it going to help. Yeah. But because you're in it, it's hard to see it. So it does take people from the outside to give you those confirmations, to, to give you the flowers while you can smell them. Yeah, you're doing a great job, and what you're doing is changing a daughter's life or a son's life or even a parent's life, having them see their child in a way that they didn't notice them before. But the work you're doing is bringing out that honesty, that trust, and that emotion that they've felt for a long time was just kind of it walked does. away and they couldn't connect Yeah, with. And you know, everything you say, it's crazy because all the, I can tell you now that all the people in my life, they say that about me. So losing people, it's not a bad thing. No. Because guaranteed those people will not necessarily... There for your benefit. Exactly. Your growth. So. Exactly. So I you, created, you know, I'm part of a tribe. I created my own crew. I created my own gang and it's... They keep me going. Yeah. Like, Definitely good. What you're doing reminds me of a quote that someone told me when I was explaining them, I have no clue what to do with my nieces. And like This is like back when I was, it was just twins, you know? And they told me, be the person you needed when you were young. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. like they told me that, it stuck with me. And every time I'm with them or like my little cousins or even like some adults I know, I'm like... Be the person I needed when I was their age. And just keep that in mind. There's little things that, you know, when I was 12, I needed somebody to just listen to me rant, but didn't get that because, you know, adults don't want to hear a child rant. Sometimes it's good to be that person that just listens to the child rant. Or there were times where I just wanted to use my imagination as like six years old and I was told, no, you're being too loud. Yeah. Let them be that. So... That's something that I'm going to give to you because I love the position you're in and the lives that you're touching. And it's just keep that in the back of your head. I love this. Well, I'm going to yeah. have to write this down. I'll send it. I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> write it on the wall I'm, when he's there on February 6th. I will write it on the wall, actually. Please. I, I think love he's tall enough to get in those, you know, <laughs> where it won't get overwritten. <laughs> but this wall is about that. Right. Yeah. So please, please. I love this quote. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I got emotional. <laughs> like, I, I got emotional. I was like, oh, wow, I, I really like this quote. <laughs> oh, you had a few of those. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> told you we're trading you. <laughs> You're going to hate me in 2020, Jamal. I can tell Why? you. Why? <laughs> I, I don't have hate. You should know that. The amount of times I've threatened to punch you in the throat and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I don't carry hate. I have enough weight to carry. I don't have space for anything else. But don't push your luck. Final thoughts, Jamal? <laughs> no, nah, man, it was a good week, man. It's good to have a laughter after such a tough weekend. Yeah, it is. And, you know, like when the whole thing happened, the first people, well, the first person that came to my mind 
was the trophy. This guy, you know, he was going. I was like, oh shit. I told him, I'm like, oh, Jason just lost his shit. So I called him and I was like, ah, oh, gotta see this guy on Tuesday now. How is he gonna be? I was a bit worried, you know. And I was like, you know what? I think he's gonna be all right. We'll just hope this is fake, you know. And then, you know, going through all the emotions and, and whatnot. I know I didn't reach out to you because I was following your shit on Instagram. Uh, all my emotions <laughs> were on display. I didn't so, care. <laughs> so I was like, you know, after having such a tough week and then, you know, work right now, it's like tax season. So it's a lot of stupid people calling me to do dumb shit for them. You know, so it's good to have this break in the middle of the week, so to speak. So it was a pleasure being around you guys. I hardly say that. So cherish this moment. He's <laughs> he thinks he's training me. Jason, final thoughts? <laughs> Final thoughts, man. Um, like I said, uh, this week was a good week to have a laugh, to come here, speak with you guys, speak with Jess, and, you know, just kind of get my mind off the whole uh, Kobe thing. And But, um, but yeah, I, uh, like when Jamali said he called me, I was, I was crying on the phone with Jamali when Jamali called me. Yeah. I was like a mess. But, um, no, coming here today, you know, it's good to have a good laugh, have a good conversation about something positive especially especially and um you know i just want to wish everyone you know be happy be positive to everyone and just uh if you have any beef with anyone just settle that truth settle that, settle that right truth. now it ain't worth yeah, okay, don't that. say that there's some beef that's not <laughs> worth settling though. well you, no actually jamal you're actually right i'm sorry i said that because I, I, I think you should cherish the people not, that you have in your life in this moment that, that's where the attention that's should be. a better thing to say. yes but then i feel like you should when 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 what you said i think it's like more into you yeah right like if you mm -hmm. have beef with someone that's cool but forgive yourself so, yeah yeah, yeah. Not that person. Let it go, man. It ain't yeah, worth it. let it go. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't hold grudge. I don't know how people do that shit. Huh? Grudges. Like people who hold all this. I can't remember to hold grudges. Uh, no, no, but you, you're a spirit soul. You're like a free. You're, you're good at that. I mean, you're, oh, you're, yeah. you oh, have I, a pure I, soul. I hold grudges. I don't know pure, but <laughs> let's keep it the earthly. Right. What did I do to you? <laughs> no, open-minded, pure. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to, to go with the floor, it's hard man. to not, uh. I mean, you should not, but it's hard. No, it's true. I think it. I think something that most of us struggle with at some point in our lives, where things affect us deeply, and yeah. we just don't know how to be like, you know what? It's growing pain. You know, like you gotta go through these things to come out a better person. So, but yeah, just I think honestly, what I've learned is to cherish those in my life. You know what I mean? So, I don't know about beef because I don't carry around it. So. If someone have an issue with me, they have an issue, not me. So that's good. That's good. I'm good with that. That's good. I I, I hold on to grudges. I hold on to grudges. <laughs> this guy. He's our resident grudge holder I hold and on a documenter. To and really? <laughs> because I'm the type of person that I don't go out of my way to to you know say bad things about people. And usually, if that's if someone's attacking me that way, I'm gonna go at them twice as hard. Like, I don't mind ruining people's lives just to show up. Wow, bro. After oh. this positive conversation, we're going to bring the room when? down. Mamba mentality. Oh, brother. This what? guy stinks. Ma oh, my God. Mamba, Mamba mentality. Hey, we let, let's, oh. Mamba mentality. let's not do that. We were so uh, happy. Yeah, I Mamba. mean, what good, the hell? Good Everyone's grief. laughing. It's Everyone's a blessing to be alive. <laughs> 
wrong with this guy? Mama, mama mentality. No, it's not. That's mama mentality. Downer over there. Jesus. Did you not see? Did you this not guy see? said I have no problem ruining people's life. Do you not? Do you not see Goodness. what Kobe? Do you not see what Kobe did to the Knicks? He d- he didn't have to score sixty one. He scored just close the curtain on this guy over he here. He scored sixty one on purpose. Wow. Your final thoughts are over, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you guys open up a whole new conversation. Hey, listen, everyone's having a laugh. That's what counts. <laughs> that's true. That's everyone's true. Everyone's having a laugh. That's what counts. Tyler, cut off his mic. <laughs> 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 what about you? Any final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. I just want to obviously thank Jess for coming. Thank you. Remind people February 9th that we're going to we're going to put all the info up on uh on our podcast uh Instagram and the Twitter as well about the event that you have coming up February 9th. And yeah, like I said, just for what you're doing, be the person that you needed when you were that age. And for everybody else, unlike Jason, who obviously needs a little bit more work, just let it go, man. Just let it go. You know, like, we all had, like, last year we had a rude awakening when it came to Nipsey, and I feel like, it almost feels like every year now we start off with some type of awakening that's, like, trying to remind us to just be a bit better than we were yesterday, and, I mean, that's what I'm going to take. That's what I'm going to take from this. Just try to be better than I was yesterday. We shouldn't need them, though. We shouldn't, we shouldn't. Being, you know? We shouldn't. But if this is what gives us the kick in the ass to do better, unfortunately, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna ignore it. But so we need to stay true to that, though, because yeah. I feel like in moments like these, we say these things, and then like three weeks from now, when we kind of go back to regular life, all this emotion and all this desire to be quote unquote good gets thrown out the window. Guys, can I tell you something? Sure. Um, the event Feb nine. Yeah. First week of Jan or second week of Jan, the event got half sold out. 20 Ooh. tickets, gone. New year, new me. Now I'm having a hard time selling six tickets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how people, and I mean, we only have six tickets left, by the way. But if, if we do get more from this podcast, I will open up some space. Okay. Um, but these are the six tickets that I'm having such a hard time. And I, I truly do believe that it's because we're in Feb now and that mentality is gone. Right. Yeah. All the resolutioners are out the gym. It's Thank done. God. It's been great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you're finally in a gym? Dude, I've been in the gym. That's why you're afraid to touch thighs with me. No, I don't feel these quads. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the case. In the camera, it looks like you're holding Jamali's knee, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> this guy always oh, wants it, bro. It's 2020, bro. It's <laughs> Yo, I don't know about you, but it's 2020 at the we same moment. You can tell me. them the truth now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, it's gonna go down here. <laughs> Yo, uh, you getting a little too comfortable? I don't know about all this, bro. I'm playing. I'm playing. It's it's too easy with this guy. All right, I think let's close. It out. Okay. Yeah, we should. Like I said, thank you, Jess, for coming on. It was no, a thank pleasure. you so much for having me, guys. At home, we're gonna send all the links. We're gonna put it all up on uh, the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook. So don't even worry about it. It will be up there, most likely by the end of tonight. As always, you know, you can reach us at Don't Be Mad Pod on Twitter, Instagram, at Don't Be Mad Podcast on Facebook. We have a YouTube. I always keep forgetting to remind people about that. So 
for those who are listening and want to actually watch us be uh, degenerates, you know. <laughs> He's not focusing. <laughs> He's not focused at all. Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't have space for this. I told you. This is, I don't have space, you know, for all that. So, yeah. The YouTube, the Spotify, the, the all, the alls. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back next week with an ep- another episode of the WMAP Podcast. Kobe. We out. Take care, everyone.